Hey everyone, this is Chris. And Steve. And you're listening to slash watching One Cross Radio. And today we are talking about... Uh, Avengers Endgame. Avengers Endgame. I was about to say the phenomenon of Avengers Endgame because it, it borderline is. Like, it is what Star Wars used to be. That's the closest comparison I can get. I can get out of it. What Star Wars used to be. I guess um, so. I just know people that don't care about like Avengers are all of a sudden like I have to watch this. Yeah, movie. no, no. Well, like, that's the thing. Like, okay. it's it's an event. Yeah. Um, it's incredible how like it's become an event with no marketing and a whole bunch of press tours where everyone's just like, I don't know, I can't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it. I was actually thinking about this because uh, we took we took thirty youth for uh, from my work to see that on Tuesday, April thirtieth. And I remember the days the, the day the tickets dropped because they dropped April second, and all you had before was there was no confirmation like tickets would be on sale. Yeah, there was just kind of rumors, and then they dropped a trailer to say tickets on sale. Yeah, which genius marketing. And then the internet crashed in California. Yeah. the apps were crashing. Um, but before we get into the movie proper, I cannot state this enough. It, it's still blowing my mind. Worldwide box office. Uh, for this movie, in its first four days, was $1.2 billion. Yep. That's friggin' insane. That's a lot of dollars. Uh, it is three... Right now... Or if you're in Canada, $1.9 million. <laughs> <laughs> million. Uh, as, of, as of the time of this recording... Um, it is just... Which is the Monday after opening. The, yeah, the Monday after opening, uh, just to shatter the disillusion. We're dropping this in a couple weeks, so then the dust has settled, because... Spoilers! The dust was after this last movie, though. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> but even... It's so funny, because even on YouTube, as people are like pointing out, like, look, we're talking about the movie, spoilers. We're talking about the movie, spoilers. Spoiler in the title, spoiler on the graphic image. All day spoilers. And people are getting upset. So three. Uh, by the time this comes out, it'll be three weeks out from the movie. Spoilers. If you somehow haven't seen this movie, don't listen to this. Come back to when you have, because it's an excellent film. Um, and it'll be a great podcast, too. Yes, yes, it will be a great episode. But as of today, it is just $300 million, which is nothing to sneeze at. But in the scheme of things, like, it's... I hate you. Uh, <laughs> Uh, it's just 300 million shy of the first Avengers film, like entire box office run worldwide. Yeah. It is just 200 million shy of Age of Ultron's entire box office run. In its first four days, it made a couple hundred million more than Captain Marvel's run in the theaters, which is currently on day 41, mm -hmm. uh, which definitely got a late boost. Because Avengers was coming out the next week. Yeah. Uh, Captain Marvel made great numbers, but then it was one of the few movies. And thank you um, to Dan Merle from Screen Rant. Your charting with Dan show was awesome. Uh, he pointed out, like, it's rare that a movie will drop off the top five and then pop back on. And it did that the weekend before this weekend. Makes sense. Where it was, nothing else was really opening, like nothing expected to do big numbers was opening. Mm -hmm. And then it was suddenly, from, it went from like number six to number two or three. It hopped back on because people are like, all right, we're going to go. Uh, yeah, so just insane how much it's made. Now let's get into the movie proper. All right. So, <laughs> what initial thoughts? Uh, I friggin' loved this movie. Uh, I cannot, I can't state that enough. Um, 
It is up. Oh, Luna's on screen. Steve love me. Uh, <laughs> if it's any constellation, she did this to Mike last time. I, I, I listened to that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, you can see it on the tape too. Trying to be professional and not yeah. mentioning it, but you know. Yeah, no, no. At this point, it's just She's it's reality. Uh, Luna is a co-host. Um, no, it it was different than my expectations, but it exceeded them. Um, yeah, it definitely was different than what I expected. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and it was it was a great like the word that people keep throwing around that I, I I can't like once you watch it you're like yeah that's the best word for it it's just it's satisfying. Yeah, yeah. Everything that need like there was just so much closure. Oh that my gosh, in this movie. yeah. Um, I I think like I did really 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 like it and I'm still processing. I just saw it last night, so you know like yeah. just over twelve hours ago it finished. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm still trying to wrap my head around some of the. Twists that they check yeah. in it and trying to trying to and you've seen it twice, right? I, I've had the benefit so, of seeing it twice by this yeah. point. Um, for me, there was a day off in between each viewing, mm -hmm. and like I said, I'm seeing it again tomorrow with youth from work. Sure. Um, and I've been so glad to have that day in between because when I've gotten home, when I've gotten home from the movie, I'm like, I can't watch anything that remotely needs me to sink my teeth into it. Yeah. Because it is. Not only is it satisfying, it is a very emotional ride. Yeah. Like, it, people cried in the theaters. I cried a little. Uh, I teared up. Like, I didn't full-on cry, but there was times where I was, I was tearing up a bit. Um, but yesterday, there was a woman full-on bawling during one of, the, one of the certain scenes. Yeah. Um, and then the Spoilers. audience... There's scenes. Yes, there are scenes. Uh, actually, if I can sum up what you can say about this movie without spoiling anything is, it is a movie. And that's about it. The movie has a beginning and it has an ending. As, <laughs> as Jeremy Renner said many times. As Renner said, yeah, um, yeah, it's it it is something to digest. Yeah, uh, I definitely recommend seeing it a second time just so you can wrap your head around everything that's going. Because mm -hmm. then, when you know what's coming, you can actually kind of absorb everything else. Yeah, I kind of feel like it's the kind of movie that I, it makes me want to go back and watch everything. Not, not that I didn't already anyway like I kind of was like I should go back and watch all 22 yeah. movies uh, but like with what's in this movie and how they wrap things up it makes me want to go back and say yeah. like oh what's yeah. you know? uh, I one of my uh, co-workers a friend from church who's working as our custodian right now took three days off work got his brother <laughs> to fill in for him and did the 60 hour like cinematic, cinematic wow. marathon 60 hours yeah. I, I, I honestly don't even understand the draw for that like three two and a half days yeah. Why you like? I don't know. It part of uh, part of me kind of wanted to, but then at the same point, I'm like, I can't do it. I think I would have done it for the first Avengers movie. Yeah. For, like, the, the six, I couldn't do it for for 22 movies. In a yeah, row. yeah. That's that's. He's like, what are you talking about? After uh, Age of Ultron, you get a two hour break, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay, yeah, 30 hours, yeah. and you get this. That, two hours that's off. enough. Like that, that's enough of a break. Anyway, like we should talk about the movie yeah. actually. Um, yeah. Well, I think one of the way things we want to do talking about is just kind of go through some of the character moments and arcs. I think it's yeah. probably the best way to do it because it's definitely more of a character story than a... Like yeah. There's a plot and there's a lot yeah. of action, but it's the yeah. characters that really make it. Um, we talked about already uh, Captain Marvel and how she came out just before this movie. Yeah. Um, what, I, what did you think about her her part in the movie? I, I liked how they used her. Um, very much just because it, a fear I had and a lot of people had would be like, she's the answer. Yeah. And she wasn't. No. Like, she definitely had a huge impact. She had. She was a great addition. Yeah. Um, but I loved that she was not the solution. I, I they even had her, like, t 
tossed aside and then punched away. Yeah, they did like the Wolverine from Days of Future Past. Exactly. Thing. Exactly. Uh, I, I do kind of feel like, in some ways, she was shoehorned in a little bit. Like she could have. She could have not been in the movie without the movie really suffering much. Yeah, it's it's almost like because she's be- speculated. I'm not sure. I've heard she's been. It's been confirmed. I haven't just personally haven't seen anything yet. Like yeah. she's going to be a figurehead of the MCU going forward. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that you can't include that character and then not have them be in there. But she could have been removed. Yeah. Uh, I do think. Like I think there's room for that because also when we get to him uh, in the final in the final battle, I think another character could have done some of the stuff that she did because we barely saw him in the final battle. Yeah, and I think one of the... Um, what I did like about her inclusion and then exclusion was that they explained it really well. They, yeah. gave, us, they gave us just enough, like, there's millions of other planets that don't have you. Yeah, yeah. the same stuff's going on, and I appreciated that. Yeah. Uh, and she didn't really have a character arc. She was, she no. was just in there because it's a franchise. Well, and, and so many characters, like, you can't... Everybody can't have an arc yeah. in this movie. Well, and, like, and most of them did, but, like... like and yeah. most of them did, but and then the when you look ones. at... Yeah, it was the OGs. Yeah. Uh, but towards the end when you get that shot, like... Not there's no way everybody can get an arc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like well, it's just not possible. Yeah. So I would, if they made an arc for her, it probably would have been to the disservice of someone else. Someone else's arc might have gotten yeah. cut, and they need everything that was there was needed to be there. Yeah. I I, uh, I think I, I thought it was interesting. You listen to the interviews with Brie Larson, and she said she filmed that first. Yeah. So she didn't even know what her powers were going yeah. into that movie. Like, yeah. It's pretty incredible. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, I, I guess I I do like I I, I like the Captain Marvel movie, the, the the origin story more than you did. We talked about that. Yeah, in the, yeah. The other podcast for it. I am. Yeah. I do have the concern of like she is very 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 powerful yeah and every time she shows up she just blows up all the bad guy ships and stuff like where are they going to go with her in the future that to well, make there, it yeah like, there's not much tension there yeah um like i mean she can get punched out of the scene with the power stone but it feels a little bit like superman-itis you know from stuff like this silver age superman yeah because it looks like bronze and modern age superman gets yeah. whacked around a couple times but yeah. and, and also like even in the beginning of infinity war they showed how powerful thanos was by his like oh he can beat up the hulk yeah um but yeah so i mean yeah. that, that'll be interesting to see where they go there i i am not complaining thanos I think is on your list right because i definitely want to talk about him uh i don't i didn't think about putting him in let's, All right. put, let's put him yeah in we're thanos. adding him in yeah uh okay. are we talking about him now sure go ahead uh friggin loved thanos in this movie um i watched infinity war uh, so I saw the movie Friday at four thirty with Jill. We saw no, no, yeah, we saw Endgame on uh, Friday, so technically opening day, um, with Jill at four thirty, and I had the day off. So early in the day, I watched Infinity War, and it's it's in my top three Marvel movies. And Infinity mm, War one. is very much from Thanos's viewpoint. Mm-hmm. So so much of his development was in that movie. Yeah. Uh, just to go, since it's spoiler territory, um, the fact that they killed him yeah. in the first 15 minutes, I was, minutes, like, what is I was like, happening in this what movie? the heck? Five years later. I know, like, and yeah. then, it, but then it was perfect that they did that, because yeah. then you got so much character exploration later. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, when he sees the video of him dying, he's like not even upset. He's yeah, like, no, that's destiny. And Thanos in this movie, I feel like he's so much like almost younger and angrier but it's not like he expresses it yeah but 
he got so much development this last movie so in in infinity war to see him be not evil for evil's sake but just straight up evil yeah like i'm going to wipe out the entire universe this time yeah i normally like it's never personal but i will enjoy this yeah like he was so gangster that I'm like, oh my gosh, this is what I want. Yeah, it's like his, his character had regressed because he went back. Yeah. He went back in time for him, right? But it made perfect sense. Like yeah. if that had been the starting point for him, it wouldn't have had the renaissance. It wouldn't have worked. Infinity War wouldn't have worked as well if he yeah. was like that. Yeah. But to see that and then like him seeing his fate almost inspire that sure. borderline regression was friggin' wonderful. And then him running around with that huge gangster double-edged sword. Ah, oh. how did he? Like, there's a scene where he's getting like lightning or something yeah. blown at him, and he's just sort of spinning it with one arm. Yeah. it's like his his like wrist is just like a, a motor. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't yeah. know how he was doing that. No, but. well, and also he was doing like stuff with like Cap, uh, like Cap does with his shield, where he's like hucking his sword yeah. and it's bouncing back. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, I absolutely like this. Might be my favorite Thanos, even though. He just because he was so good as not in the Thanos from Guardians of the Galaxy one's not your favorite. <laughs> no, no, or, or even though that was the or Thanos the, or, from the, or the, the chair turn. Um, yeah. But it was well, just fine. Like, I'll do it myself. Yeah, like it was. Just, it was so good to see all that motivation led to a villain who, if mm-hmm. that was his only motivation that we ever saw, it would have been disappointing. Mm-hmm. So even that debatable step back was a great character development. And I was so satisfied with that. And then there were stakes. There were added stakes. Mm-hmm. Like somehow coming off the last movie where you're like, how do you create stakes past that? And then they start off the movie by killing him. Where it's like, if he gets this, like, it's done. Like, not yeah. even half. It's done. It recreated stakes. Yeah. There well, was tension and worry in the audience. And, and that led into Thor's arc. Oh, big time. Which yeah. maybe we can talk about that. Yeah. Uh, transition into him. That's the, that's the other thing that, like... The first, I mentioned to Chris, I don't know if I've said it on this yet, I can't remember, but like the first half of the movie, I was just sort of sitting there like, what are they doing? Yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. is going on yeah. with this movie? We had like the big like big Lebowski. Yeah, uh, yeah, Thor. Thor, with, you know. Thor like, with the beer belly. Like. It was, I was like, what is, what is happening right now? Yeah. And they, they had Thor's arc um, kind of progress in there, and it, it was played off for laughs, right? You kind of got the, I, I would say this is a step beyond Taika Waititi Thor and like into like yeah. well Guardians of the Galaxy three he's obviously going to be a character in that yeah. it, was, it was sort of like a James Gunn Thor yeah like he was he was sillier than usual and just for well, laughs but you could tell as you got to see what was going on and it made like sense. there was a lot beneath it for yeah, why there, there made sense yeah. as you think about what happened in uh, uh, Ragnarok and Infinity War and there um, there was that, also really like really good callback to the Dark World like I didn't see that coming. Or I like I kind of thought when they were splitting it off, oh, yeah, but his mom dying. having yeah. like they never explored like how huge an impact his mom dying had on him, mm-hmm. and then like that being like no, that was his first like huge loss because Loki yeah. died, but then came back, yeah. and then died and then came back, yeah. like dudes lost a lot yeah. and they have not really I, gone through that, and, much, and I really enjoyed except the past two movies. Like, Sorry. I, I, once I started thinking about it, I really liked. You know, like, oh, yeah, like, he is a broken oh, yeah. god-man, or yeah. whatever he is, right, as Guardian. Um, but I did feel a little bit uncomfortable with the way they played off that, like, anxiety, PTSD, brokenness as a joke all the way right. through. Um, and even, like, when he's in um, Asgard in the flat, like, they go back to the back in time to um, 
Thor the Dark World and yeah. he's like freaking out and Rocket's response is just like get it together we need to do yeah. this like yeah. that's not how you deal with someone who's struggling with anxiety no, no, right? no. but I mean it's it's not going to be a, a movie that's deep on every level yeah. like that but I, I, I didn't have the discomfort that you did mm-hmm. um, only because like I've I don't have PTSD or anything, but mm-hmm. like I, I do have anxiety mm-hmm. and at times like how I deal even unintentionally is just like, I never felt like that stuff was made. That was made a joke. Mm-hmm. He would make jokes. Yeah. The jokes were made, the jokes made at his expense were all about like how this formerly insanely fit person yeah. had gotten through his depression and everything sure. to the point where it's like the cheese whiz bits. Yeah. Um, <laughs> My theory is they asked him after after Thor Ragnarok, he's like, do you want to extend your contract? And he's like, yes, but I'm done eating boiled chicken. <laughs> so like, okay, we can work with that. It was I, I said to you before we started recording, it was almost like with Infinity War, they could work in like verbal references to what yeah. Thor ha- how Thor had developed in Ragnarok. But then, oh, hello, Luna. <laughs> uh, but... Endgame is like where they could work in some of the more in the character, like the hu- using humor and all that. Mm-hmm. All right, you gotta get down, puppy. You gotta get down. Um, but Thor didn't get re- full on resolution in this movie because his arc is still going because well, that's, that's they the set him up of, for Guardians. That's 3. the reality of being, you know, having struggling with those kind of things, right? You can't yeah. tie that up neatly. I, no. I appreciate that. Iron think, Man three. What did you? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> what, did you, what did you think about the whole thing with his mom was talking about? Like everyone fails at being who they're supposed to be. You need to figure out who you are. I dug that. I yeah. dug that a lot. Um, and I thought that was a very interesting way for that character to go. Mm-hmm. Um, because King Thor is pretty limited in storytelling potential, right? Yeah. Like, well, and that's the and that's the thing. Like they're always going like, well, I have to like taking a character who is always driven by responsibility responsibility mm-hmm. like I have to find the stones now I have to stop Ragnarok I have to stop my brother I have to but lead he, these people I would say that he wasn't driven by responsibility he was driven by glory and fun early and then, early and then on he yeah. realized like there's all this other stuff but I'd say from him, like so. Rag I'd say borderline Age of Ultron onwards because he mm-hmm. took it on himself to search for the stones yeah but then in Ragnarok and then in Infinity War it was driven by vengeance yeah like taking a character who's always driven yeah by various things and getting him to the point where it's like, okay, I don't have to do things. Yeah. Well, and I think I, I don't think, have to have a situation inform how I react. Like that's there's interesting places you can go. With yeah, that. and Thor's character is a character that's he's passionate, right? He's driven oh, by his passions, and and it makes sense that he would react that way when things aren't going badly. Yeah. Um, it's it's it is interesting to see the role reversal between him and Valkyrie, though. Yeah. After yeah. after uh, the way she was in Ragnarok. Yeah. Um, and, and I, the, along with that, you know, like Valkyrie doesn't really have an arc, and neither does Rocket Raccoon, no. even though he was a bigger presence in the movie. Yeah, um, Rocket kind of continues to be the sort of the sounding board for Thor as I know. in Infinity War. Wh- so, which works because yeah. that there's there's a great dynamic between yeah. those two, and there's a did you, lot did of you, great chemistry. Did you catch when he was being chased by yeah, the guards and, they're and like, Asgard, they're "Get that him. rabbit!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. That was pretty good. Uh, um, one character that I, I thought didn't have much of an arc at all was the Hulk. Uh, and then that was a, that was a minor thing that I struggled yeah, with. Like, that's, they that's address fair. they like they don't address what was going on with him and the Hulk in the last movie. Like he couldn't. Well, they kind of did. They kind of did. What did they say? Uh, they said at the first he was like, "Well, I lost twice. Hulk got his butt kicked. I got my butt kicked." Yeah. So that was their okay. like that was their way of addressing it. So um, basically, they are saying that Hulk was just afraid to come out again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
Like Hulk's Hulk's interesting just because he's he does outside of the Incredible Hulk, he doesn't have a solo movie. Mm-hmm. He will never get a solo movie because of the rights issues yep. with Universal. Um, so they've had to do the past three movies he's been in, or actually, I'd say Age of Ultron onwards. He's kind of had a bit of an arc because yeah, him fleeing, literally fleeing from everyone uh, when Nat can. Conf- like basically told him I love you and he's like I, I'm dangerous I can't be around and then in Ragnarok it was all about like Bruce had been out of control like it had been the Hulk driving for two years mm-hmm. and then uh, when you get to Endgame it's now he needs to rely on the Hulk who he's always treated as a disease and the Hulk's afraid or I get apparently afraid because he got the crap kicked out of him mm-hmm. so there's been an evolution so his whole point is his arc in the movie isn't there because it's the end yeah, of they, a previous they've, arc. They've skipped like over everything that came in between the last two yeah. movies and just said, "Here he is." Yeah, and, and the only uh, the only extra it thing is, that you get is the yeah the grief he has over not dying. Yeah, uh, it, it Black Widow. It's like his he's at the end of his arc because it's happened. It's been sprinkled out throughout the other movies. Yeah. Whereas a lot of these other guys, we've spent so much more time with them. Yeah. And then they have arcs specifically in this movie. Sure. Um. What about, uh, so I think Nebula actually had a pretty important oh, man. role in the movie too in her arc. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, one thing that I, like, I liked, Rhodey didn't have a huge role, no. even though he was like a main character. Yeah. It, but he had a really nice moment with Nebula in the Temple of Doom, Temple of <laughs> uh, Power. Yeah, the Temple of the Power Stone. Uh, where they kind of connect over the fact that this has taken a toll on them. Yeah, physically. physically. Like She's uh, like, I wasn't always like this. Yeah. And he's like, you do, we... We do the best with I, what we've got. I, I thought, and like you know, he said, "I wasn't either, right?" Like, because he, yeah. he's got his back broken, has those robotic leg things. Still. Yeah, I, I thought that was a like a connection that I would never have thought of. It was yeah, kind no, of a cool, the, a cool moment. So many good moments. Um, but Nebula's overall arc, uh, seeing how she's progressed as a character, because both both characters were in the movie. Oh yeah, um, and her relationship with Gamora through that, and with Thanos through that was well, and it's was really interesting. And it's been even on a performance level, like it was really interesting watching because. Not that she was bad in the first Guardians movie, but it's even in the second Guardians movie, like her performance was great, but it's like Karen Gillian found the character mm-hmm. how she wanted it to be. Because in the first movie, I always think of that as she's walking away, just the thanks, Dad, like that, yeah. that angsty bit. Um, which this is before that part. Yeah. When she's, when she's young Gamora, not Gamora, sorry, young yeah, Nebula. Nebula. And then this Nebula just like. You're seeing the caring. You're seeing the yeah. the love she has for her sister. But even other people, like her and Tony at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, playing paper football. <laughs> and she's like, yes, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> Still, yeah. like, guarded but and I liked, angry. I liked uh, how Tony called her a blue meanie. Like, yeah. From yeah. Uh, Sgt. Pepper, from yeah. the Beatles. It, um, uh, she, was, she was great. Um, I don't see him on the list, so I'm just going to Hawkeye. Oh, he's on there. He's oh, on, he is. With, oh, so Widow sorry. Oh, yeah, Widow and Hawkeye. Yeah, they they do get tied together, which was yeah. nice. That that was good. I mean, so you obviously you see that first scene, and I didn't notice this. My sister pointed out to me that he had the ankle bracelet on him in that first yeah, scene. Yeah, yeah, because he was still under house arrest. Yeah, oh, his family, man. and then seeing him become Ronin, uh, like was pretty. I, I kind of wish you could get more with that. But yeah, it was it was yeah. kind of it made the impression that it needed to. He was kind of being the Punisher type thing and borderline. Yeah, well, because uh, to him that's all that's left. Um, yeah, I loved that they opened the movie with that. Yeah, because even though you knew it was coming, yeah, to open the movie with that, like sets that the sets the yeah. tone. Like people in the theater 
gasped. Yeah. Both times I saw it, and it wasn't just like one or two. It was like the whole theater was like, oh. Yeah. Because they make, even though we've only seen the family and the kids a little yeah. bit, they're so likable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, well, I mean, that was my, the, the best part of uh, Age of Ultron for me was was seeing his family uh, and finding out that kind of twist about yeah. who he was. Um, yeah, so I mean, that was that was a great way to start it off. I, I kind of expected it as soon as you see the video. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, well, I know yeah. where this is going. Well, because uh, it was, you see it was in really the trailers, well like, what he becomes, you're like, so, what is going to set him off to do that? The death of his family. Yeah. But um, still, and him running around, like, looking for them, and then, and added then to it. Natasha uh, going a different direction and saying, you know, this is the family that I've always had, and I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Hawkeye. Yeah. And I need to make this up. And then the two of them, when they got to Vormir. Yeah. Uh, you know, like, we both know who this needs to be. Yes. Get the feeling we're talking with different people, yeah. and then just that, uh, that ongoing scene of them trying to sacrifice themselves yeah. to each other <laughs> and stop each other from doing yeah, it was was really just really good. Yeah, like the the connection that those two have, uh, I like the way that it they didn't go with the obvious romance. It was just yeah, a no, really no. deep friendship. Yeah. They love each other in that yeah. way. Um, Literally ready to die for the other. Yeah, I, mean, I have to admit that I didn't expect Black Widow to die. No, uh, no, in this that, movie, and um, I'm. I'm Weirdly glad that she did, um, but uh, that's actually my statement for uh, spoiler when we get to him, Tony, uh, and spoiler Cap, but yeah. not really dead. Um, soon though. <laughs> soon though, yeah, soon. Um, but it was just like the great thing about f uh, satisfying and finality of these yeah. is I don't know how much more room there was for these characters to go. And, sit, and with Widow, it's in a similar. She's in a similar spot. Yeah. Where the only unexplored explore territory we have is her time before. Yeah, and they the reference that again with Budapest. Uh, yeah. There. One thing about her death scene though is it felt like I was trying to remember in Infinity War when Gamora gets thrown off. Is she lying in a pool of blood at the bottom? I yes, yes, yes. She is. Uh, okay. When I watched it again, it was the first time I noticed. Like. Yeah. Not a lot, and same yeah. with Widow. There wasn't a lot, but behind her head. Yeah, like but in Gamora's, it was green. Okay, I just didn't notice it with Gamora. I think, or I don't remember because I, I was did. I was kind of shocked with all the blood in, it took in me, that. It took me till yeah. when I saw it Friday to notice. Yeah, um, I noticed it the first time, and I was like, "Whoa, that's that's bloodier than usual." With with Widow, I noticed right away, but yeah. with Gamora, just with her being green and her hair yeah. being green, yeah, yeah, it's it like, blends in. Uh, it blends in. Um, one person I forgot to put on my list and just came to my mind is Ant-Man is obviously an yeah, yeah, in Scott. the story um, as well. I, I wasn't expecting his daughter to be still around and have grown up. No, was, no. I guess I'd I heard that, she, that, that she'd been recast as someone older or whatever, but that, I, was, that was an interesting take on it too where she thought he had been snapped. Yeah. And, yeah. and then we got the cool Chang uh, yeah, that, cameo. And we got a Shirley cameo. And we did, yeah. yeah. Um, Later on, but yeah. I thought, yeah, Scott's arc is interesting just because it isn't a full-on arc, but with him where it's like you thought, oh, man, like how is he going to be changed? He's Especially yeah. with the five years later, you're like, he's been in there for five minutes or five years, but then he's yeah. like, no, it felt like hour, five hours. Five yeah. hours. Yeah. Like that's, that's interesting because everybody else lived through this, yeah. and then he has to come back to the horror of this. Yeah. Everybody's already gone. He yeah. thinks his daughter's well, so, gone. Paul Rudd's acting was fantastic. And he, and he did a great job. I yeah. mean, he didn't really have an arc because I don't think he really needed an arc. No. He was kind of probably one of the more balanced of the yeah. event, even though he's a, a weirdo. Um, yeah. But like His Back to the Future comment was yeah. wonderful. <laughs> Die Hard. Oh, wait, that's not one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the... Where was I going with this? 
Um, I did. I'm, I I'm kind of sad that Cassie's older. Like the mm-hmm. the new actress did a great job, but the Cassie. Yeah, the Cassie kid, was very cute. Oh man, yeah. and their dynamic like that was like. Normally, I hate kid actors. That kid yeah. actor is great, yeah. and their dynamic in yeah. the in the Ant Man movies is one of the things that, like, not everybody loves the Ant Man movies, but yeah, that's not any. I have never heard a single complaint about the the yeah. father daughter dynamic between yeah. them. It's like one of the few universally loved things from them and the MCU. Yeah. So I'm like, ah, oh, I'm gonna miss that. Oh, but, so you were talking about this? Is what I was gonna say you were yeah. talking about him coming back and realizing, like, yeah, what's happened. learning everything that's um, happened. One of the things I, I like, I it's a nitpick in the movie is right, like they snap everyone back into existence after right. five years. Now, imagine, oh yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. that the world had been decim- decimated is a bad term because that means one in ten, but half the population of animals and humans are gone, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and then for five years, the world continues on with a des- like a, a destroyed population. Yeah. And like so, agriculture and industry—they've well, ground to a halt. There's not much left, and then all of a sudden, everybody comes yeah, back. Yeah. Well, they—they they even mentioned, like Cap mentions to Widow, like on my way here, I saw a pod of whales, like in the San yeah. Francisco Bay. Yeah. Not as much pollution. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, like, how is the world going to support all of a sudden the population <laughs> being doubled after there's been nothing? Like, yeah. Like there's gonna be not there's gonna be food shortages, and there's gonna be like well, and then just, just slightly further than nitpick, it was. Something I caught the second time, like at the end, like Peter happily reunites with Ned. Yeah. And I'm like, how do schools work? Yeah. Like, so, are they still in tenth grade? Yeah. Well, I guess, and that was the thing. Like, it has to be that everybody in his did class, everybody graduate? <laughs> like, did those who didn't get snapped did they graduate? Yeah, that must have been it. Like, like, because I was trying to figure out it must be that happened? Ned and everybody assuming that that Far From Home, Spider-Man Far From Home happens after this. It, it does. That they all were they were all snapped too. Yeah. And then whoever wasn't snapped graduated, but they're there with people that were there yeah. five years below them. Because because if if Ned didn't get snapped, like he's too old to be in high school, yeah. he wouldn't just yeah. be hanging out. There. That, that must be what was going on there. Yeah, that um, that that's nitpick territory. Yeah, but, and that's I think that that and, one's explainable. Yeah, because um, yeah, that one's also you're not going to devote any time in this yeah, movie yeah. to explain to the that. rebuilding of that. Yeah. Um, okay, so the two last big arcs that we need to talk about are Cap and, and yes, Iron Man. So yeah. let's talk with Cap first because Iron Man's one's more, more important. Um, um, Cap's I, arc, uh, it, it was sort of like a... Well, that's, I guess at the beginning it starts off with the two of them falling out hard because of you know, this uh, is your Civil fault War, and we yeah. struggled this. Like, I, I, I warned you this was going to happen, Iron Man yeah. says. And it's you know, and so Cap continues to try and keep going and he, he's in, in that... Uh, so Cap's doing like the self-help group. He's trying to keep things going. There's not like a whole lot really changing in him in that. Yeah. Um, and then it's not really to the very end that you get the full arc with him. But the one thing that that uh, that was I think a, an important part of his arc is when he sees his previous self. Oh and man. And he's kind of yeah. annoyed at himself. Yeah. My wife Becky doesn't really like Captain America. She thinks she's too like black and white. This yeah. is what's right. This is what's wrong. There's no bending with him, which is his character, right? And she just finds that annoying. So when he's fighting him and the old like older Cap gets up and says, I could do this all. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I, I know. know. She laughed so hard at that yeah. part. That was like her favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah. Because um, you've seen his growth as a character. Not to mention the fact that he swears so much in that scene. Yeah, uh, a couple a couple times. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so there's, there's just been the change in him. But it was the very end... Well, I guess they go back in time, and he sees Peggy yeah. uh, through the glass. He's kind of creeping on her through the glass or whatever. Um, and Tony, he sees Tony with the life that Tony's built with Pepper yeah. and uh, his daughter Morgan. Uh, and he, he, he realizes that he wants that. So he uh, goes back in time to replace 
to Mjolnir, put the stones back. Stoner and Mjolnir. Yeah. Uh, and decides to stay there. Um, yeah. And, and he gets old. Like, he lives his life with Peggy. And yeah. there's some questions I have about that. But... Uh, <laughs> And then he, he hands off the legacy to Sam at the yeah. end. Um, which is, I mean, that's been the, one of the big questions is what's, what's like, who's going to take the yeah, Who's going to take is the mantle? Bucky is yeah. going to be um, Falcon, and I guess yeah. he's Falcon. So that was, that was an interesting, uh, I kind of wish we could have gotten, you were mentioning this before too, like a yeah. little bit more of emotional. that emotional send off with, uh, with Bucky and yeah. Bucky and Cap. Um, I loved Cap in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, absolutely. Cap... After well, I mean, sorry, Cap, Cap after uh, Endgame, sorry after um, Winter Soldier became my favorite. Mm. Um, but Winter Soldier is my favorite movie. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Winter Soldier was great, but that's where I really think they nailed the essence of Cap because even though he can be a deba- like debatably a stick in the mud, yeah, he's not a jerk. Yeah, like it's you see it in the first Avengers movie and everywhere. Even though someone's done wrong things, he'll mm-hmm. be like. It's not about that. Yeah. Like it's like what you can do now. And my my sister was pointing out to me, and I hadn't ever thought about this. That in the Captain America: The First Avenger, they talk about how the Super Soldier Serum brings out more of who you are. Yeah. And so um, Red Skull became more, more evil, evil, and yeah. he became like so he was a principled kind of American Golden Age kind yeah. of guy, truth, justice, and apple yeah. pie kind of thing. <laughs> Uh, and that just possibly was uh, is was that elevated. Worked, is that something that worked into the comics? Because DC owned the trademark for uh, truth, justice in the uh, I don't know. I'm I just know. messing with you. Uh, yeah, um, but like, so I mean, that might have been more his personality yeah. became stronger for that. I like. I did not see that happy ending coming. No, yeah, and I could was, not have been more happy. Well, when they were when they sent him back, and he was like, "All right, coming back in five, like, oh, he's not coming back." Yeah, like, I, I knew right. Well, then, and there but, was something with Bucky, like the look on Bucky's face, like, and he had shared the same words Steve had said when yeah. Bucky first you're left for war, like, you're taking yeah. all the stupid with you. And Bucky looked a little bit more emotional. Where I'm like, afterwards, I realized like he knew, but yeah. I know some. I've seen some well, reaction online, people being like a little upset because uh, like you don't want Evan sleeve even though you knew he was leaving but as an old man he still has the most perfect teeth I've ever seen seriously <laughs> um, sorry but uh, he I saw some people being like well in in Age of Ultron he was like that guy who wanted that family and all that like that guy went under and like th- this is me and that's fair for at that time but the character's grown yeah and that been was through a lot since then been through a lot and that's his way of, like the mission and all that that's his way of being connected in the world mm-hmm. in that modern day but then when you look at it, it's like if five years later all you've had is like this being part of this huge disaster and defeat yeah and then part of me is like he's earned this happy ending but then also going back like having to go back in time and then further back in time and then seeing Peggy and then at the end realizing I'm like of course he's gonna go for that like it's that life he never got so in a little while we'll talk about time travel and the questions that I have about that so we'll hold off on some of the things I want to ask about his story I just I I loved his ending yeah it was Um, good it was really it was was satisfying as you would say well and seeing them finally getting that dance and then to end the movie on the like their their potentially first kiss was just Mm -hmm. it was uh, I was so happy I was like I was tearing up a little bit. Did you tear up just, then? A little bit, yeah. I was like, it's really, it, it, it was beautiful. Yeah, like, because it nice. it's this happy. character you knew who had been, like, even though there was the stuff with Sharon, which a lot of people online apparently have beef with, I didn't have any beef with that. It is a little like, weird. But, it, it's weird, but, but it's also like, I'm yeah. like, no, that, that, like, this is a reference to the comics and all that. Yeah. Which, side note, loved the 
there was two great cap references in this movie, both in one scene. Okay. Um, the elevator reference to Winter Soldier. Oh, that was so cool. I know. That, that, loved it. Yeah. So they basically recreated the, the elevator sequence yeah. just minus the fight because yeah. they couldn't do the fight. And the Hail Hydra part. And then him leaning in, referencing Hail Hydra from Winter Soldier, but then also referencing the very controversial Secret Empire story where Cap yeah. was... I'm like, that's the way to reference that. Yeah, it was good. And it was so good. So I'm like, ah, I love so many good, like, fan references and uh, just fan crap service, yeah. fan service in this movie. What's, uh, so what was, you said there's two in one scene? Yeah, no, that was oh, it. Oh, like, two things? Yeah, because the, the, the elevator and then the Hail Hydra part. Yeah. I'm like, it's also, so that was technically a threefer because it's referencing Winter Soldier again. While referencing the comic, mm-hmm. um, the other the other one with Cap was like maybe the greatest yeah moment of the movie was with him with with Iron Man or with uh, Thor's hammer. With yeah, Thor's oh so good. I, I'm not sure that I buy that he can summon it by holding his hand up or shoot lightning from it, but you know whatever. Well, to me that made sense because yeah. they had set. It's, I remembered right away to Age of Ultron. Yeah, because it was like they were all talking about it, where it's. If you use it, like whoever yeah. uses this has the power. Has the power. So it does say that. You're right. You're so right. then, but part of me, I was thinking about it afterwards, uh, and Thor's like, I knew it. Yeah. Like, he and seemed then, worried. And then later he's it. like, no, no, you get the small one. Yeah. <laughs> but then I'm like, was he worried? And then you could just picture it. It, it. It's my headcanon, if you will. The Cap was just too humble to, in a party setting, like pull up the hammer in front of everybody. Or maybe he hadn't been been through enough yet to. Yeah. That where it was this, like, yeah. it, I like the humble idea, but it very yeah. much so. It's like, and well, the, this movie was okay. so cap focused and Tony focused, but yeah. like that amazing last fight, like yeah. that that three on one. But then it was so much of it was down to just Cap versus Thanos, yeah. And until, Cap and, still and, kept getting up, yeah. And there was just something about him being the one guy, like everybody else was knocked up until yeah. the reinforcements showed up. Well, until it was Iron Man versus Thanos. That was, yeah. that was the end. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. I mean, like, before, but before everybody yeah. was kind of brought back. Yeah. Like, when he's going up, at, like, him by himself, yeah. facing off against Thanos by himself, and then Thanos and the army, and he's yeah. still walking forward. Yeah, he always gets up. Never. Yeah, that's, ah, oh, that was so good. Okay. Yeah. The big one. The Iron big Man. one. Tony. Tony, yeah. Um... I was also surprised by how that arc went down. Like, yeah. you know, you see in the trailers that he's stuck in space, and you're like, oh man, how is he yeah. going to get back? And it's like, oh, okay, he's back. And that that, that's sense. the one thing that, that, that Captain Marvel yeah. was really important for in the movie. Well, because um, people kept, there were so many rumors before, like, oh, uh, friggin' Pepper goes and saves him and all that, yeah. where it's like, at the when he says how far they are from anything, I'm like, it's got to be Captain Marvel, or or this is the Stan Lee cameo, yeah. or that's it. like <laughs> yeah. there's or like that that's legitimately the only options we yeah. got. And and unless they're working Nova into the movie, they but. cut to, they cut to five years later. Yeah, and I was amazed that they had a, the daughter, and I loved yeah. his stuff with his daughter. Yeah. Oh man, um, the I love you three thousand. At the end, when he says yeah. that in the hologram, that's the part where I cry. Yeah, no, but maybe I, because my wife is pregnant with our first child right yeah, now. Yeah, that's fair. Our daughter, um, but no, I was. That was one of the moments. Like I, I was tearing. Like there was a couple moments where it was like on the verge of tears. That was yeah. one of them. Yeah. Uh, him reuniting with Peter. Was that was the one where I was misty. Yeah, yeah, I no, I just because I'm yet, like, but I was like, oh, that's well, oh, and this is nice. <laughs> I, I, and this shows like to the strength of the to the strength of the movie. It's what. There's been a couple times, and I can think of specifically like two things from 
Lord of the Rings. One's in The Two Towers, the other's in Return of the King, where everything is firing on all cylinders in a film. When the score, the performance, everything, and just the majesty of what you're watching yeah. hits, and then I'm like, I, I'm about to tear up. But it's, yeah. And that was like when everybody came back, uh, and you get that little extended shot of Peter where it's just like, because that had such the impact yeah. in Infinity War. Like, that was the one everybody was talking about. Well, and, and so all the way through, there was so much stuff for Tony, right? Like, he doesn't oh, want yeah. to have anything part of it because he's, he's gained so much with Pepper yeah. and his daughter. Is everything well, that he needs. And he had but the then, crap kicked out of him so much that he's just like, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> and and he, he's doing dishes or something, and you see the picture of his dad. And you yeah. think he's going to go look at that. But behind it, there's a picture of a Peter. And Peter. And that was like... Like, he's still hurting because of he's that. Get, well, and even at the beginning of the movie, like, before he lays into Cap, like, when Cap still goes to help him, because that's what Cap kid. does, yeah. that's like, I lost the kid. Yeah. And and the, the thing with his dad is that that part was important for him as well. Oh, yeah. As he goes back and meets his dad. Yeah. And talks to him about, you know, being a... Like, and again, this stuff is, is important to me right now. Yeah, no. This stage because, of life with my having a baby soon, but... Him like freaking out about like I'm gonna be a dad and I'm not gonna do a very good job of it. Yeah. And getting advice from his son about like and just sort of the the just sort of catharsis and the the closure that well, you could tell was going on there oh, for the yeah. character. Especially because like in in civil war in civil war it was like he was fo- he was focused on he was seemed more upset about his mom dying. Yeah. Uh, than his dad, but yeah. it, at, throughout the movies you always saw that it was a. He struggled with his it relationship. It was a struggle. It was yeah. a strained relationship. Yeah. But then you further learn, like, it was a very loving relationship. It just... I don't want to say it wasn't healthy, but... Yeah. His dad, wasn't, his dad was... It was strained. Struggled was, to be a loving dad. Yeah. yeah. Or struggled um, to express that love. Um, I know a lot of people are upset that, that he died. Um, I think it was fitting, but... It, I, it was it was fitting, sad. but... Uh, no, no. And it was, it was sad, but a lot of people are like, no, you can't, you can't do this. Like, and this was the thought I had coming out of this movie for both, for both Cap and Tony. I don't know if there's any other places for those characters to go. Mm. So it was a fitting end for both of them because, like the the only other territory I th- I personally think there was for Iron Man to go was because he's already like at the end of Age of Ultron. He's like, I'm done. Yeah. But then he was back. Uh, yeah, I thought he was going to lose his family and then maybe go on somewhere else, like maybe with the, the Guardians of the Galaxy, but they did that with Thor instead. But then it's like the only territory to me, the only territories left were like him as a husband and a fa- and a father, which we we got. Yeah, uh, and then the death. Yeah, because at at, the, at that point, like the Lar, as much as I want that character, because especially since Age of Ultron onwards. I thought they've got the every writer's gotten like Tony in the strike zone where not that there were Tony in Iron Man 1, Avengers 1, Iron Man 2, even Avengers 3, uh, sorry, even Iron Man 3 even though the movie sucks like his performance was great. Like they've got the character in the strike zone where he's grown. Mm-hmm. And the longer the character's there but there's not necessarily stuff to go for. The only real room is regression. Mm-hmm. Um, and, unless and, they do the alcohol route, but I feel like that that chance has passed. Sure. And, and like they they kind of did this with <clears throat> uh, Michael Fassbender in, in the X-Men franchise where every time he's happy, they have to rip it away from him so yeah. he can continue being a villain. Yeah. They, they kind of zigzag back and forth. Yeah. Him, which is, it's not good. So it's, it's, but, but in here, they had so much they can do. They had the growth 
not just in Tony, but in his relationship with Pepper had oh, changed yeah, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because she was always like, we need to stop. No more surprises. We need to get out of this game. And then in this one, when he's thinking about it, he's like, I'll stop. Yeah. I could go back in time, but I'm, I won't. And she says, you won't be able to rest. And yeah. I, I, can't, I know that I can't stop you, and you yeah. have to do what you have to do. Yeah. And at the end, when he's dying, she comes down, and the thing that she says to him is, we're going to be okay because you, you, you did it. Right? You can and rest. That, yeah, you can rest. And yeah. Oh yeah, because there's a connection. She said you won't be able to rest. Yeah, I didn't catch that. And um, she and that 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 this might be my favorite of use of Pepper ever. Yeah, like I've never cared for Gwyneth Paltrow all that much. Um, just not like she's a bad actress. Just something about her performance. I'm like, ah, I could go without it. Uh, but in this movie, I like especially upon second viewing. Yeah, I was like, dang, they had they had everybody in their strike zone. Mm-hmm. Um, it was yeah. I mean, just the 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 growth there. Uh, and when he gets Peter back, and he's so emotional about that, yeah, that, that was one of the parts. I, as I said, I was almost crying. Yeah, and then when he does die, um, and then the very next shot, they show the arc reactor from the first Iron Man proof that oh Tony Stark my has. gosh, I was like, that no, I guess that was right after he was talking to his daughter. Yeah, through the yeah. hologram, the that proof part, that Tony Stark has a heart. That part like, killed me. Yeah, and and no, and, and then he's talking. She she's talking to happy and happy about like, cheeseburgers. And, and your it, father loved cheeseburgers. I'm yeah. just like, oh my gosh! Yeah. Like I want to go get a cheeseburger and cry. Yeah, um, <laughs> I mean, it was just there's just so many good emotional yeah. moments um, and in that, all of that. Like I'm. I've loved these actors as these characters. I've loved these characters. So on one hand, I'm like, I don't want to see them go. But both Cap and Tony, like, I think, I don't know how much more mileage there was. Not that the actors couldn't have keep giving great performances. um, But I don't think there was anywhere else for Cap to go. Mm-hmm. Um, at least the Steve Rogers cap. And did you? Did you? I mean, there was the the I am Iron Man before the snap. Yeah, he fixed yeah. everything. I mean, they're, they're just really because Iron Man started this I, thing I, and they're going to end it with him. Well, I'm not going to lie. I I was borderline expecting him just to flip Thanos off and then do it, <laughs> yeah. just because I'm like that would be a very in character thing. But I'm happy they didn't. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been upset if they did. It would have gotten a lot of laughs, but it yeah. might have undercut everything a little too much. Um, um, did you stay to the end of the credits? No, no, but I know what they did. They, so they did had, that. Like, the they did the hammering from the yeah. first movie. Just yeah, to, I, I don't think that means anything. I think it was just sort of no. Like, it was just the symbolic. Yeah. Um, the fact that they didn't do any post credits, I think, was the right call. Yeah, I know. Last time you and I talked about it, I'm like, you've just gotten so many properties back, so you might want to. Mm-hmm. Like the temptation would be there, and it'd be understandable to be like, do do something as an X Men reference. Do something for Fantastic Four. Do something for whatever. Like it's the first time ever that they've gotten ninety percent of ninety to ninety nine percent of their character pool yeah. back in house. But but also it this, was great to end it with no yeah, post credits. Just, just let the story end. Yeah, and then continue on. Everyone knows it's going to continue on. Yeah, let this story not be but just. This, and like, now here's the next thing. Yeah, no, but the, like these twenty two films. Yeah, all contributed <clears throat> to this. Uh, this film is. Absolutely unprecedented. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there's a lot of hyperbole around this movie, but that's not hyperbole. That is that is true. No other franchise mm-hmm. has had 22 movies that, while they all had their own story, had a continuously running aim and focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is borderline. It is comparable to television, but it's not the same. Yeah, uh, it is. It is. It's. It's its own thing. Like it is. It's a rare time in film. I think you can say this is one of a kind, mm-hmm. and this was the first. Well, I feel of its like kind. I feel like Avengers 
was sort of one of a kind. It was the it was the but, first of like, its kind. But, yeah, but, but this one just takes no, it to a whole new level and in it, the way it wraps it like, up. And it's so interesting because beforehand, like way back when they announced like they were going to end it, uh, end it, uh, like the main story, it was going to be Infinity Port, Infinity War Part One, Infinity War Part Two. Mm-hmm. This is not Infinity War Part Two. I don't. It's it's so tonally different. Yeah, yeah. It's so very much its own thing. Like it's, it's, it's hard to rank them both because they're it, two. It is even though it it, it is in some ways. Because it carries on the story from Infinity War, yeah. But it's such but it's, a huge it's wrap more up. than that, yeah. Exactly, it's, it's, I, it's the conclusion to more than just that story. It's the conclusion to everything that came it would before be it. Yeah. like the only comparison I have would be like uh, to other <clears throat> to other films like Return of the King is not Two Towers Part Two. Mm-hmm. Two Towers is not Fellowship of the Ring Part Two. The original Star Wars trilogy, same thing. Even though they're continuous story, they're each their own thing. Like this is not. It, but you can't it, really just watch Two Towers and and get the whole story, get a complete story on its own, right? So it is a continuation in gets, that sense. It is a it is a continuation in that sense, but Two Towers also has an isolated story. Sure. Uh, just like it, in this in Infinity War, like they complement each other so well, and they can, But I, it's not like the recent trend of when they're doing adaptations like Deathly Hallows Part One and Deathly Hallows Part Two, where it's like you're splitting for the buck. Yeah. Or because well, it, like you feel you can't do it, and I, I yeah. recently rewatched them, and yeah. I'm like, you could have trimmed over half of Deathly Hallows Part One. I haven't seen Mocking Jay or whatever. I haven't seen any of those. No. But they they split up, and people are like, what the heck are you doing? Yeah. Twilight, same thing. Where it's like, the well, they're, or the Hobbit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so well, before we go off down that trail. Yeah. Um, sorry. So it, are, just so to say, it is. I don't. When they said it's not going to be Part Two anymore, I'm like, mm-hmm. I get it. It's. Infinity War sets this movie up, yeah. but it is not like tonally Infinity War Part Two because yeah. it goes in such a different direction. Okay. Well, what, what was your Sorry. what was your favorite <laughs> cool moment in the movie? Oh my gosh! Um, was it Thor or Cap with the hammer? That it that is probably number one. Yeah. Uh, number two is the elevator because that's one of my favorite yeah. scenes was, in. Yeah, I got excited when that part came. Yeah, out. no, I'm like, oh my gosh. Um, the part that made me like actually cheer out loud was when Ant Man punched the space space whale. For some reason, that just really got me. I was like, "That's so cool!" I <laughs> so, giant man, I guess I should say. So it's with movies like I used to always cheer, but my wife hates that kind of thing. Yeah. So I tried not to. Yeah. But when they were doing the characters returning, yeah. and it was like on your left, that I was, was a like, cool scene too. I was like, <gasps> and then when like I cheered, I couldn't help yeah. but cheer. Like I got swept up in the audience getting swept up. I love it when, I love it when film has that emotional impact on yeah. people. Yeah. It's why the dusting sequence at the end of Infinity War is probably my favorite part of it because mm-hmm. everybody was like gasping, people were crying, and I was like, I freaking love this because mm-hmm. that's when. That's an opportunity film has. You're going to be entertained, but I also love it when you can connect and it can impact you. Cool. So getting swept up like that did it. But I also really liked in that part when they show everybody. Yeah. And they show oh, Doctor and Strange, Steve, Doctor Strange, and Wong, and they're like, "Is that everybody?" And Wong's yeah. like, "You want more?" Yeah. Like, and was... Steve, actually, Steve finally saying "Avengers Assemble" like that. That that got that's a cheer. Um, what do you think of the girl power part? So I dug it. Like yeah. uh, the like I said to you just now, the only thing that was upon second viewing was the uh, the mantis part was just kind of funny because I'm like, what are you gonna do? Like yeah. I like mantis, but yeah. 
Jill and I talked about it afterwards. It's like, we haven't seen her fight, so she could be a great fighter. I'm like, it's true, but based on what we've seen, I'm like, what are you going to do? Because yeah. your whole thing is like, feeling stuff. You're running up against the mindless venom dog things. Yeah. And you're not... There's sleep, no, sleep, There's sleep. nobody to do this yeah. to. The, uh, you're, you're going to die in two seconds. The... the but the, the part of this, that scene that I thought was a little bit weird was because Peter was in it originally, yeah. and they all pop out. As, they should have kind of had him like, okay, and just <laughs> backing up. But, but my wife whispered this to me, and I was thinking the same thing when they were like, "She has help." My wife, was, my wife Becky was like, "She doesn't need the help." No, and no, it's true. It, she just blasted no, through no, everybody. But she she didn't need any help. Um, but it was just the cool, like everyone's yeah, been waiting for that. Since scene. we had so many, like yeah. it was all about like fan pleasing. Um, you said the term earlier, and I just I forgot it already. Fan service. There we go. We had so much fan service. Like I've got no reason to complain about. No, it was that. fine. I didn't. Have, I didn't. Um, hate it. I just didn't think it worked the and, way they wanted it to. But I'm a guy, so who cares? Yeah, no. It, it was really <laughs> funny though, because in talking to a mutual friend of ours, um, I don't know if I have her permission to say her name. That's fine. Uh, but she was like, she was like, I especially realized that in that that girl power scene. None, in her opinion, outside of Nebula and um, Gamora, none of the female characters have been insanely well developed. They've been borderline plot devices where it's like... Well, except for Natasha. Except for Natasha, yeah. Uh, and so she and the other two, where it's like, they've got some great defining qualities, mm -hmm. but it's like, well, I'm... Hasn't been insanely developed, so I'm like, that's interesting. Pepper has, but it's always been in relationship with. No, well, yeah. and that's the th that's so many of the Marvel female characters, like Captain Marvel, is like, well, I'm I'm the toughest, and I'm this, and I'm like the feminist icon, but they're, and it's a beef I had with the movie. They didn't allow a lot of emotional development. Mm -hmm. um, Wasp, as much as I enjoy it, Evangeline Lilly, it's like it's in her character is almost borderline in response to Scott's character. Mm -hmm. uh, Valkyrie. Yeah, she's a straight man in the, in the comedy duo. Yeah. yeah. And Valkyrie... Every, everybody is except for the, the cons in him. Yeah. Valkyrie, Valkyrie's similar, where I'm like, that's interesting. Not that they're bad characters, but they haven't been... Well, because the movie wasn't called Valkyrie. No, the movie no, wasn't no. Called, like, they're, they're... Exactly. And out of that, like at one point I heard, like, oh, we might do an A-Force movie, because that's the, yeah. the, the female Avengers. I'm like, why not? Yeah. Go for it. Like, it's... Women, I, I said it when I, I did a random podcast recently uh, where I was just talking about stuff. Women make up 50% of the population. So it Even makes, after the snap. Even after the snap. So it's like, and then now since the snap's been undone, like, women make up 50%, so why not? Why not uh, the, the, the A-Force movie? Yeah. Or in the Spider-Verse spinoffs, we're getting, like, the, the female spider characters. Yeah. Why not? I love those characters. Bring them. Okay, well, so let, Sorry, sidetracks. Let, let me change the subject. Yeah. Um, Time travel in this movie. They, they established that it's not. It's not like um, Back to the Future. I, I, and I know. Well, they I, shot I, down I know like what, every what, time travel movie. Yeah, I know what quote is going to come out of your mouth in a little bit. But um, the they established that if you go back in time and you change that time, you can't then go back to your future because like or no, you, no, you no. can, but it won't be changed. Yes. Right. Yeah. So it'll it'll make a divergent path. Right. Which yes. is why they, at the end they had to go back and they'd return everything to yes. the moment they stole it in. Yeah. Um, however, the the one thing that didn't make sense to me is when Cap goes back and he comes back old, he doesn't come back on the platform dressed in his quantum thing. They look over and he's already sitting on the bench. Right. So does that mean that when he went back and stayed there? After Peggy dies, he just comes and joins them for this. Yeah. So that that was my takeaway. That doesn't make sense with the rules that they established. 
Because if he went back and stayed with her, that should have been a divergent thing that shouldn't have any effect on on the current timeline. It's a nice <laughs> it's a nice moment, but it doesn't work. So that was that was my one kind of like that, time travel thing that I thought was a little bit. Strange. That might be fair. I did I didn't have that inherent issue because uh, it debatably created another path. You're right, mm-hmm. uh, but then part of that path was him ending up back there no Just because like, that, because they say because, you can't go into the past and change something and have it affect the present you right came from. so it doesn't work no no, no. but what i'm saying though is like now you've got this path where there's the rest of the the time played out with cap being gone mm-hmm. and them never meeting him and then there's his offshoot and mm-hmm. his offshoot is arguably what we saw where he came back as old cap and said farewell to them do you get what I mean? Came back as in he just lived out his life. And yeah, he lived moment. out his life till that moment. But he moment. shouldn't have been able to get back there by living out his life. Why not? Because he was in a divergent path at that time. He wasn't in the same But pathway. then there's still some stuff. But then we... Mm-hmm. They didn't go into the intricacies of yeah. what... Okay. Because also, like, and people have pointed out online, like, there are other paths where... There are other potentially divergent timelines where... Like Thanos did the snap, nothing got changed. They didn't win the day. Yeah, and well, there's, like there's, we're getting into the, the multiverse. There's territory. the timeline where Thanos went to the future and yeah. never came back, right? Exactly. Um. So now we, what's your quote? I don't know. You, Every time we talk about time, that doesn't make sense. You say, "Wibbly oh, wobbly." Oh yeah, uh, wibbly oh. wobbly, timey wimey. Uh, sorry, you ruined that for me. I'm sorry. Um, I, Anyway, I was so wrapped up in this, I, d- I was not thinking references. The, uh, the other thing that, that I have a question about, but I think I have an answer for it too, is there's also a timeline out there where Loki escapes with the Tesseract, yeah. and they never deal with that. Well, no, and that's the... So, this movie is really interesting yeah. in the sense of, like, there's... there They've introduced the multiverse. Mm-hmm. Like, this was a way of doing it. A, yeah. a debatably very confusing way. Yeah. And I hope they roll it out. They As if the multiverse should be simple. Yeah, I know. But I, I hope they explore it later. Um, because you've got several fish out of water now. Because you've got Gamora, who developed and fell in love with and was with Quill. She's still dead. Yeah. But the past Gamora is now and, in the And present. now in the present. And missing. Because yeah. by the end of it, she, yeah. they don't know where she is. He's doing a Google search for her. Yeah. <laughs> He's asked Jeeves. Yeah. Um, like, so she, she's... Now, Pascamora is... Not, he didn't ask Jarvis, though. Yeah, no, no, he didn't. He didn't uh, but Pascamora is now in the current timeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then in the past timeline, we saw Loki peace out. So then there was... With the Tesseract. So then it's like, do the... Are they going to use that as a way to bring Loki back in? There's or, room for it. Or... It's the TV show. Or the, the Loki TV show. Yeah, so that's my theory, is that that's setting up somehow for yeah. the, the Disney Plus TV show, which they've said is going to be him narrating about his younger life, yeah. but we'll, they lie to and, us all the time well, because they don't the, give things the away. The Disney right? Plus TV show stuff is going to be interesting because I heard you were going to get Wanda and Vision. Mm-hmm. Like, they were going to... I think it's called WandaVision. WandaVision. And my hope is still it's the rom-com that I've been waiting for for yeah. years. But um, they didn't bring him back. Yeah, no, but Vision's still dead. Yeah. Like, that nothing... Nothing. I mean, it's possible that Shuri's been working on him and he'll come back with his well, emotions. Or I, I don't know what they're well, going to do. Well, yeah, it's but. like maybe they were in Wakanda and it was the, uh, like, they, they, they just did a backup while yeah. they were doing stuff. Like, but it, it, maybe let's back him up just yeah. in case we lose him. It's also possible that that's going to take past take place between Civil exactly. War and Infinity and, War. and this. Or, and that's there, the advantage is, of these they shows. They showed a you picture can... at one of the cons and, and uh, uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley's sister, what's her name? 
Um, yeah. Olsen. Dang it. Elizabeth Olsen. Yeah, said, Elizabeth, yeah. Mentioned this. That there's a picture of them, and it looks like they're in the 50s. So whatever's going on there, yeah. we don't really know. Yeah. Um, this movie also sets up for a bunch of the other TV shows, right? Um, so the one that they talked about is Hawkeye. It's going to be about him passing on the... To Kate Bishop. To, well, or maybe his daughter. Which I'm not sure about. Oh, funny story. His daughter in the movie is played by jo- is Joe Russo's daughter. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and, and they also have talked about some young Avengers type stuff, which is like the next generation of Avengers. Yeah. But so they had... Um, Cassie's now grown up, and she's one of the young Avengers. Yeah. They have Kate Bishop, or maybe they'll go with Hawkeye's daughter. Well, I, and I, then I think they've said they'll do Kate Bishop, but okay. maybe they'll yeah. maybe they'll go his daughter. The, other, another the route. other thing that they did is that I I had to look up who this was, but in the funeral scene for Tony Stark, there's that random kid, the kid from Iron Man kid Three. Iron I just Man learned 3. that like half yeah. an hour before I met so, you. I mean, whole time I was like, who the heck is that? Yeah, guy? we were trying to like, is that maybe maybe Captain America had a son with Peggy Carter? Like, <laughs> who is that guy? But it, yeah, it's a kid from Iron Man Three. So there's a bunch of these kids that have now grown up. That they could use in this yeah. TV show to do the the Young Avengers. So I, I've got a question for you. Sure. Uh, sorry, I interrupted. Finish this. Finish this. Um, okay. Well, it. so talking about TV or things that are set up uh, for it. There's the Bucky and Falcon kind of buddy cop show. That they're yeah. Talking about. Which so now is probably going to be called Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, which I I haven't read any of Sam's run as yeah. as Cap, but uh, I'm a fan of a YouTube channel, Comics Explained. Shout out, check it out. The guy goes, uh, the guy's name is Rob. He goes into outstanding detail, mm-hmm. um, and he got me really hyped for Sam's first couple issues as Falcon, and I'm like, I'm interested now because, like, uh, Winter Soldier is the best way. It it, it was a political thriller. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't like taking modern politics and forcing it in, but it had political themes in there. Captain Marvel, to a less extent, where it's like, let's get the topical issue of uh, refugees and put in the movie. I'm like, sure. that was a little bit more forced. But with Sam's first issue, even though I haven't <clears throat> read it, but I know it's like, it's all about like, not my cap, a very divided thing. I'm like, you can, this is an interesting way where you can touch on this stuff and do it well as as long as we don't get into caricature story sure. caricatures. So I'm quite interested to see how yeah. they go with this with this show because that can be a show where they can talk about things mm-hmm. without being heavy handed about it, yeah. but while still not losing that buddy cop aspect. Uh, and, and I I think the the one show that they're missing out on having is Capture the Future. Like I want to see the the, <laughs> the the miniseries of him jumping through time and oh putting my the stones gosh, back yeah. and then meeting the Red Skull. On oh, Warner. I know. Like, that's, that's the show that I want to see. I know that um, that was the one. Not even a nitpick, but I was like, oh man, yeah. I so wish. Cap went to to Vormir yeah. uh, just to get that, just yeah. to get him to be like, what? Well, and, and Red Skull to be like, you. Yeah. <laughs> or just been like, yeah, I'm, I'm over it now. Like, yeah. I've, or I've just, just yeah. something. But so this is the first of the MCU movies that's directly referenced any of the TV shows. Do you, yeah. Do you, so they had uh, Howard Stark's butler was Jarvis. Yeah. Who was in the Peggy Carter TV show. Yeah. Uh, as Jarvis, so that when was kind of a cool note. Oh yeah, so since you mentioned it, here's my question: When did Peggy Carter take place? Because I haven't watched it yet. Uh, they did two seasons, okay, and they also did the short. Okay, uh, the short probably seems to take place afterwards, but it doesn't really seem to fit very well with continuity. Right. So it takes right. place after Cap dies, before Shield is. It's still the SSR. Okay. And World War Two has ended. Okay. And she was this hero with the Howling Commandos. During World War Two, right, and then they give her this desk job with the SSR after the war ends, and she's kind of dealing with that. Uh, and there's two seasons that take place in there, 
Um, and the idea is eventually she'll be called up to lead Shield when it becomes Shield. So that was was that like the fifties or sixties or something? It'd be the late forties, early fifties. Yeah. Okay. The because um, I know in the show she got married, right? In the movie, it talks about her getting married. In the show, she didn't. Oh right, yeah. Well, the show ends on a cliffhanger after season two, right? And never got continued. Um, and yeah, so I mean, we don't really know what happened in that timeline. Because so, I know people were like, "Well, she got married. What happened?" And I, uh, people had said like, "I had heard she got married in the show." So I'm she, like, "She didn't." No. Okay, because I was interest, like, but... "Well, I was like, this takes place after the show, so there you go." Yeah. Well, um, and and the that's one of the questions about the timeline thing is whatever happened to her family that she had with. You know, she got married. Yeah. You know, caps or there. someone asked, like, what happened to Sharon? Because we haven't seen Sharon since Civil War. Yeah. Where I'm just like, I would have been interested. I, I did not have the problem that people did with Sharon and Steve kissing. Yeah. I'm like, well, one, it's a very emotional moment. Two, it's a nod to the comic book continuity. And three, there had been a flirtation with these characters. Like, yes, it's icky. But there's there's a comedy there. But and she, I think and in the never, past... He'd never kissed her, so there's no... Yeah, like, no, no, exactly. <laughs> he just liked her. He never um, went anywhere with it. Yeah, no, and I, I just... This is why you shouldn't have multi-generational lives. It just doesn't yeah, work. I know, it gets awkward. Yeah. Um, but I also think, like, some people were like, well, where is Sharon? They should have included her. I'm like, I don't think there would have been a place for her yeah. in the past. It, like, it would have been out of place to, yeah, to put really... her into Infinity War. And then even more so in this one, because we didn't see her Infinity War. We don't know if she got snapped. We also didn't see Maria Hill. But we know she... Yeah, no. And, Wasn't and, she there with, with Stark? No. Or with, at the Stark funeral? Not that I... I don't... Oh, wait, maybe. I think she was, but I can't Okay, because I, I noticed she specifically wasn't with Nick Fury. And I figured that she would be, because she's always by his side. But I'll let you know tomorrow if I spot her. Um... I'll keep an eye out for her at the end. The other the other cameo that we mentioned, I didn't see this, but I was watching a video by Mr. Sunday Movies uh, talking about Easter eggs in, in this. Send me the link and I'll and include he, the link. Okay, he yeah. said that uh, he shows a clip and there's Howard the Duck is in the battle at the end <laughs> and everyone's there. Which, um, I'm just kind of like, I, I was weirdly thinking about Howard the Duck during the end of it. I'm like, oh man, you're getting the shot of like Rocket with, with War Machine. It would be funny if they somehow included Howard just to get those interactions. Like, Howard with Rocket could be entertaining. <laughs> um, yeah, so, I mean, the other things that are set up for this is obviously Guardians 3 with Thor in it. Yeah, yeah. Which will be an interesting mix uh, what, and, I guess, the search, will they go the search with, for Gamora. Will they go with as Guardians of the Galaxy? Well, that's a comic book. Yeah. No, yeah, I know, I know. Um, oh, also, shout out for that. They had Rocket in his, like, Guardians of the Galaxy from the comics uh, outfit. The whole nice, thing. nice. Kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing that's not really set up, but um, basically proves that it has to be in the past now is they're doing that Black Widow movie. Yeah, well... She, the, she there, did, so... There, there was always speculate that I they said they were going to explore the origin a bit. Yeah. A bit with Scarlet, a bit with not. So I'm like, I wonder how they're going to do this. Maybe it's just like her recording her memoir or something. Yeah. Memoir. Not her memoir, but yeah. something before she, she dies. Yeah. Um... Yeah, this is... Well, I'd be interested to see if that ties in at all to Agent Carter because there's a little bit of the Russian Red Room in that show yeah, um, yeah. as well. But, um, yeah, I don't think I have anything more to say about this. No, I... You said you give this movie a 10 out of 10? I'd give it... 9.99. I'd, I'd give it, like... Uh, there's... Part of like part of me is like at least a 9.5, maybe a 10. Mm-hmm. I, Outside of the... The only thing I feel is like a legitimate gripe is the is the Bucky complaint, but that's still not enough for me to be like, no, it's it, like, it's, it's almost perfect. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can't think of any like glaring flaws. Uh, the score was magnificent and the callback yeah. to f- past 
songs and even in certain scenes repeating the exact same score like almost beat for beat worked uh like the music was i've got no complaints it it is an amazing film i feel like um i don't even know how to rank it because i I I can't rank it as a movie right it's its its own beast i feel like infinity war was a better single movie that's fair Uh, that's fair but this was not this was so much more than a movie it was so much more than a sequel to infinity war it was the end yeah the mcu yeah and i am satisfied yeah (laughs) no i it's the word and 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 i've i've loved Following the MCU, I think I've seen every movie except for Captain Marvel on opening weekend just because I couldn't get there on opening yeah. weekend for that one. Um, I, I followed this all the way through. I own them all on DVD because yeah. I'm old school like that. <laughs> and I, I like I, I watch Agents of Shield. I watch most of the Netflix shows. Yeah. Um, I I I love this experience from start to finish. I'm yeah. looking forward to the next phase. Um, and uh, this was. I think I have to give it a ten out of ten as yeah. as for what it is because it's the best conclusion to this that they could have come up. Yeah, I, no, I don't. I can't, but, I can't think of a single way this could have been better. Yeah. If it was just a movie where I was getting given like if I just crammed did, did like the cram it on YouTube kind of thing and just watched yeah. this, I probably would have given it like an eight, eight and a half, nine, yeah. somewhere in there. I, uh, but it was just yeah. perfect for what it needed to be. It's it's going to be difficult to put it in overall rankings because it's such a different beast. Yeah. Than any of the of the other movies, yeah. but if if I had to, um, I know it's in my top five. Yeah, it's it it's might there. be number one. Like and but that it's difficult yeah. because it's so different. Yeah. Um, while having elements of everything that's the same. Yeah. But that's part of what makes it so different because of how it treats those elements sure. and how it's like, it's it's so much emotional stuff. Like it is a borderline difficult watch. In the sense of it just it takes a toll on you, mm. but not in its upsetting. Like you were on a ride, mm. an emotional ride with these characters. You get the highs, the lows kick you. Like it is tiring after you watch it. Both times when I've gotten home, I'm like, I just need to throw on like The Office or something that I've watched a bunch because I'm just like I'm still feeling this movie. Mm. Um, All right. Yeah, it's awesome. So- uh, should we call, call it a day there? I think so. So, dear listener, if somehow, by the time we've posted this, you haven't seen this movie, and then and you've, you've listened to the whole and thing And you foolishly listened through this. Um, not that... Uh, no, this is... Like, it's a great episode. Um, all our episodes are great. But, <laughs> like, if They're you, even better when I'm on them. Yes. No, I, <laughs> that's not, no, I love doing this with you, man. Um... If somehow, like, you haven't seen it, go watch it. If you have seen it and you listen to this, I encourage you to go see it again. Um, it is a it is a wonderful, one-of-a-kind film. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for uh, supporting One Cross Radio and um, going on this journey with us where we talk about stuff and we get to explore it. and For, like, an hour and a half. An hour and a half and share our thoughts. Oh, an hour and ten minutes. <laughs> And we get to share our thoughts and our feelings and all that, like at times about stuff, just about movies, but other times things more seriously. So thank you for, uh, thank you for all the support, all the love. Uh, as always, if you, uh, if you want to support us financially, please hit up our coffee site or check out a Redbubble to buy some sweet swag. Let us know in the comments, unless you're on the website cause comments are disabled, then drop me an email. Um, let us know in the comments. What did you think? of Endgame. What did you think of our conclusions? How did it impact you? Um, yeah, I, I want to know. This is going to be a movie we're going to be talking about for a long time, I think. 
It's a, it's a conversation sure. piece. We already did talk about it for a long no, time. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I didn't mean us. I just meant like... I have to go home, Chris. <laughs> My wife's pregnant, all right? <laughs> I think it's this is a water cooler kind of movie. You're, it's going to be digested for a while. Yeah. It's um, a cultural phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. 1.2 billion, Steve. In oh my days. goodness. In four friggin' days. For the whole world. It's nuts. All right. Well, all that being said, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed today's episode. And God bless, my friends. Steve, you'll be you'll be a dad by the time this is posted. So, yep. guys, please pray for Steve. You're going to be a great dad, man. I hope so. Yeah, I'm sure of it. If not, I'll, I'll kick you in the nuts. But <laughs> And then kick me in the nuts again. Yep. Nope. Twice. Twice. Because the first time I'll miss. The second time I'll get both. <laughs> all right. Thanks, listener, and God bless. See ya. Take care. Peace.